You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, episode 397, the 397th convening of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, and I hope y'all are as excited as I am because the NFL season kicks off in about an hour and a half, and we got a great show for you okay but I got to tell you guys we gotta I guess we gotta start because like I haven't seen y'all since Monday right we haven't talked since Monday uh, last Thursday because of the Monday holiday but we got a lot to catch up on everything from Ezekiel Elliott you know to Jordan Reed to home dogs to DFS lineups but in case you haven't heard in the last oh I don't know four five hours He's at it again, folks. He's at it again. And, and details are still coming in. But apparently, um, Antonio Brown was pissed off today and went back and forth with GM Mike Mayock to the point where they apparently almost came to blows. Then they sent Antonio Brown home. He's listed now as DNP conduct. And there is word around the league. There is buzz right now that who knows what they're going to do. They, they they may suspend him, which would be ridiculous. And by the way, suspending him would void $30 million of his contract. There's people out there that are being like, yo, they may just cut him. They may just absolutely cut ties with Antonio Brown. I'm telling you right now, I do not believe Antonio Brown will ever Play it down for the Oakland Raiders. And how crazy is that? I've been telling y'all all season long. I was like, there's something else going on between the scorched earth, the being on the masked singer. I told y'all that I used it like, remember when I said, oh, maybe he's in his Dave Chappelle crazy phase? I said that weeks ago. Okay, I said it on on Hard Knocks. I was like, I think this is cover because of other stuff going on. If it ain't one thing, it is another. And it sounds like the Oakland Raiders are going to um, have a press conference today or release a statement today. And like, what else could it be? You know, like, what else could it be? They're either suspending him or they're just straight up cutting ties and releasing him. And how crazy is it? Remember when I told you also that there was a reason that it only took a third and a fifth round pick to get the extraordinary talent that is Antonio Brown? No no one's going to disparage the man's talent. But at this point, it's just going a little too far. Apparently, he literally almost came to blows with the general manager at practice because they wanted to keep the fines for him missing other practices. Okay? It's getting a little bit too much. And so we're going to keep an eye out on that. Let me know because, honestly, they're coming out and saying something. Mike Mayock came out already and said he's not practicing today. He's not in the building. I'm going to tell you right now, he ain't playing week one. 
even if they, whether they suspend him or not, whether they cut him or not, he ain't playing week one. So uh, Terrell Williams, yeah, buddy. Hunter Renfro, yeah, buddy. All right, the Denver Broncos defense, yeah, buddy. The Denver Broncos laying a point on Monday Night Football, yeah, buddy. We'll talk about all of that. And then I got some people uh, in the chat room right now led by my man Strong Style. And, yeah, y'all are seeing this too, right? Y'all are seeing this. Absolutely. To kick off a football season, what are we going to do? You're right. This is from the den mother of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, Jilly Dilly. This is some friendship bread. You got some bites taken out of it already because me and Danny Otto before the show were like, yo, we got to get it in. We got to get a little of this friendship bread in my stomach. Something's got to absorb the beer. You know what I'm saying? Dilly dilly to everybody. So we will see. Oh, I got Gino in the chat room right now saying watching Brown's agent on TV. We're trying to salvage his spot with the team. He looks like he's going to cry. Listen, something's going on here. And I've been saying something's going up. Something is up with this man. Okay, I've been saying that for the better part of a couple of months, so we shall see. But yes, by the way, there is a note from Jilly Dilly, um, and uh, it says, Hey, Dane, here's some friendship bread to celebrate the beginning of another football season and our first Stats Over Beats Fantasy League. She is looking forward to episode 420. Thank you, Jilly Dilly. Thank you to the entire uh, stats of a beat cypher. We're going to have some friendship bread. We're going to dilly dilly. When we come back, listen, big time show. We have not been together for a week. So you have lots of news and notes to get through. We are going to talk about that. You know, if you're real deal stats over beat cypher that I love the home dogs. There are four of them this week. We'll see if any of them are barking. That is the poll question on Twitter as well. Hit me up at spit and speeds on Twitter. Which of these home dogs do you like best against the spread? Can any of them win outright? You got the Jack. Jaguars at home against Kansas City. Cardinals at home welcoming Detroit, getting points. The Panthers at home let, get, against the Rams, laying, getting points. And the Dolphins at home against the Baltimore Ravens, getting six and a half points. We'll talk about those home dogs if I like any of them as bets. We'll talk about week one DFS values, and boy, are there some. I will preview the kickoff that's going on in about an hour, and we will take your calls as well. Start, sits, trades. What the hell do I do with Antonio Brown? All that and more. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on Sports Grid. Dilly dilly to y'all. Episode 397. We are off and running, and the ball is in the air for regular season games in an hour. Let's go. Fantasy Freestyle, you heard? Come on back. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You got that virtual insanity right there, little Jamiroquois. Little Jamiroquois right there with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Episode 397 of the Fantasy Free Hot Style. Listen. 
People are here, you know, in the chat room being like too many headshots for AB. Mendo Bruce pointing out a huge hit he got in 2016. I think that was Vontez Perfect, who, by the way, Mendo and everybody else, uh, you know, they're teammates now in Oakland. And reports are that actually Vontez Perfect was the guy who had to play peacekeeper and was like cooler heads prevailing, prevailing, literally separating Antonio Brown and GM Mike Mayak today. You know something's wrong when Vontez Perfect is like the most peaceful man in the room looking to play peacemaker, okay? That is something. I don't want to make fun of it, but I've been saying for a while, something's up with this man, all right? And so... We're going to find out. We're going to have a lot more news on it. I guess we'll talk about it on Monday as well. But listen, there's been so much stuff that has gone on since we last spoke. Like, by the way, Ezekiel Elliott is good to go. So all your Pollard shares that I was telling you about, and I was like, I'm not doing it because, yes, I do think Zeke is coming back. Well, boom, you can go ahead and drop Pollard, okay, because – Listen, this is not one of these other teams that they have a timeshare going on. With Zeke ready to go, he is a workhorse. He will get 90% of the carries. Maybe not this week because he's still working his way into game shape, but nah, you can cast Pollard aside, okay? He's not the only one that got cast aside. And honestly, this weekend, I didn't get to talk to you, but I felt like being like, I told y'all so. I told y'all so. Because here's what's, what happened. Oh, the Buffalo Bills cut LaShawn McCoy. Who has been telling you that that was going to happen for months? Literally, I, and other people are like, oh, I don't know. I was like, listen, they're going to go They're gonna go with their younger running backs. They signed Gore. They signed Yeldon. They drafted the kid, okay? And so LaShawn McCoy does latch on. Where does he latch on? He latches on in Kansas City, which is crazy. Oh, but by the way, another thing I told you is that they are not going to let Damian Williams be a three-down workhorse. I told you that for everybody that was early on drafting him as an RB1. I was like, nah, he, he ain't going to handle the load. I'm telling you that right now. And then I was like, oh, and by the way, here's another thing that's going to happen over the weekend. I said, forget about Demaria Crockett. Forget about Duke Johnson as a workhorse. I said the Houston Texans were going to address their running back position externally. And they did so with Carlos Hyde. Listen, I still think Duke Johnson is the lead share of that back, but it, it is a timeshare, okay? So that suppresses all of their values from Damian Williams, right, to LaShawn McCoy, to Carlos Hyde, to Duke Johnson, and I told you this was going to happen. I also told you that Jadavion Clowney was going to be in the move, and I told you I think he's either winding up with Philadelphia or Seattle, and what do you know? He winds up getting traded to the Seattle Seahawks, all right? This Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills thing. I told you Kenny Stills was going to be on the move. I love this for Houston. I know they gave up a lot in draft picks and all that, but the number one thing they need to do is protect Deshaun Watson. We've talked about this for for a long time here on this show. Okay, remember, um, Deshaun Watson had to travel by team bus instead of by team plane because of the ribs last year. This, Laramie Tunsil, a stud left tackle who is young as well, he'll be part of the Houston Texans for a long time from now. We got regular week one injuries, okay? And a note for any new viewers on Zumo TV, Channel 719, any new listeners, any new members of the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Because people were hitting me up on Wednesday being like, oh, my God, Diggs is injured. What do I do? And I said, you wait until you see the practice report on Thursday or Friday. A lot of people don't practice on Wednesday. What you guys need to do is watch what happens Wednesday, then Thursday and Friday. Which direction are they trending in? Are they doing more or are they doing less? Are they still held out? I don't care about the Wednesday practice report. So a lot of people will be like, "Uh uh-oh, what do I do about Stefan Diggs? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, he's back at practice today. 
All right, so I'm not concerned about Diggs. I am concerned, however, about Trey Burton, okay, because he's supposed to kick off in about an hour, and he's got that sports hernia. Whether he plays or not, I don't know if they've ruled him out or not. I want no part of him with a sports hernia coming back. Here's a big one that has implications, I believe, for DFS. Jordan Reed is in the concussion protocol again. If Jordan Reed doesn't play week one, you guys know it. Say with me, y'all can catch a case of VD all day. Vernon Davis could be a very interesting guy, and he's at the bargain basement price, at least on FanDuel, of four thousand dollars. We have seen Jordan. Uh, we have seen Jordan Reed miss time. We have seen Vernon Davis come in those situations and perform well. There's no reason that won't be able to happen again if you like him. I'll give you some other DFS plays a little bit later on in the show. All right. Um, the Chargers, that's news, right? The Chargers have suspended negotiations with Melvin Gordon. So the question is, does Melvin Gordon take his medicine, get fined the like $300,000 a week for his game check, or do they find a trade partner? They have authorized Melvin Gordon and his agent to go out and try to seek a trade. There's been reports that there was a conversation with the Philadelphia Eagles who were uh, willing to give them Jordan Howard and a pick swap. And the Chargers didn't go for it. Rumor has it they're going for a first-round pick or a first and a fifth-round pick in future years. I don't know if it's going to happen, guys. I don't know if it's going to happen. Here's what I do think, though. Football is a violent game. And in the next two weeks, there is going to be a team that loses their starting running back. Let's look at tonight, for example. Aaron Jones, injury prone. The kid Montgomery. Mike Davis, who they signed. The Bears and the Packers are perfect examples of teams who view themselves as playoff contenders and imagine if their starting running back goes down. Now Melvin Gordon may have a market, or if Devontae Freeman goes down in Atlanta, right? Or if any of these teams who have a good running back, who is their running back, and they have playoff designs, right? What if Jordan Howard goes down in Philadelphia? You know what I'm saying? Um, What if Chris Carson goes down in Seattle, right? All of these are very possible over the next couple of weeks, and that is what will get Melvin Gordon a little bit of leverage. Other than that, it probably won't happen. Jacoby Brissett got a two-year, $30 million extension. And by the way, Jacoby Brissett, at $15 million a year, is making the same money as Ezekiel Elliott. $15 $15 million a year. So if that doesn't tell you something about the value of the running back position, I don't know what will. Not to be outdone, Jared Goff getting paid. Uh, four years, $134 million. $110 million in guaranteed money, and that's the key. The guaranteed money. Oh, and by the way, Antonio Brown, I think, at $50 million guaranteed. So, you know, we'll see about that. The Dolphins have decided they are going to start Ryan Fitzpatrick week one. But let me tell you what I'm very excited about. Two running back depth charts. Number one, in San Francisco, they are listing Matt Breida ahead of Tevin Coleman as their running back one. San Francisco goes to Tampa. I like both of them, okay? They're going to have something of an even share. Bad news for Coleman owners. Great news for Matt Breida owners. And by the way, Matt Breida may have an interesting price on FanDuel this week as well. We'll look into that. But as you guys know, 
my man Pork Fried Geis is ready to go. I, I was telling, I was early on Geis. I was telling y'all about Geis before he even played in that third preseason game. I was like, I expect him to be able to pop off. I expect him to be the lead back. And what do you know? Gruden in Washington is now saying that not only is Pork Fried Geis um, the lead back, but that Adrian Peterson may be a healthy scratch. And if that is the case, I know it's the Philadelphia defense, but fire me up some shrimp fried geist all day long. And I thank everybody from the kimchi geist to the red beans and geist to the Uncle Ben's geist. I got a couple of options for my team name moving forward. But honestly, guys, the biggest news is this Antonio Brown issue. We have no idea what will happen. I'll tell you right now, I've got shares of Tyrell Williams, and he is going to wind up being the number one wide receiver of the Oakland Raiders. Like, it's, it's really kind of ridiculous at this point. They built an entire show of hard knocks around this. Remember when I told you, like, last week that I noticed that they didn't have really any stars and it was Johnny, John Gruden, like, knocking on wood and it was Antonio Brown doing random silly things? That's what this guy is. That's what it looks like this team is. I thought for a minute he was doing this as a beautiful marketing sponsorship for helmets ploy, but it's just too much at this point. I'll tell you what. Juju Smith-Schuster, Ben Roethlisberger, Mike Tomlin, they are laughing right now because they got a third and a fifth round pick. What looks like for nothing because, as we're saying in the chat room, Antonio Brown may not be well right now. So I don't want to make any fun of it, but something's going on. When we come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go into all of the home dogs. We'll talk a little bit of DFS. We'll put the phone number in the chat room because if you want to holler at the spitting statistician at the end of the show, we'll make that pop off as well. Fantasy Freestyle episode 397 on Short Sports Grid. We got football in about an hour, people. Dilly dilly. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network. Episode 397. 397th convening of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We got a lot of stuff going on in the chat room. All right. A lot of people talking. And um, there was somebody in there who was talking about Antonio Brown and saying, like, it's all good. He got his money. Uh, Larry Savage. Here's the thing, though, Larry. What I'm hearing is that if they go ahead and suspended, which, suspend them, which is kind of why they label his non-practice, and so they're building the case. The Raiders have outs here, okay? The Raiders can void something like $30 million and this contract. The Raiders have the ability to get out of this. It's not like AB is Teflon on this. Well, you know, we got to know about some of these details and clauses, and it looks like we're going to be unearthing some of those. But by a lot of reports out there, Larry, it looks like the Raiders can get out of this and void the money. Antonio has not yet secured that bag just yet. So it's kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of interesting how 
how this is going to go down, but I don't want to make fun of it. I think there's something going on, you know, and it could be real. We'll see. Stacey Dales literally apparently just asked Drew Rosenhaus, like, if he's mentally fit to play, and Drew Rosenhaus broke down in tears. So, I mean, you know, something's going on, and we're going to have to, you know, talk about this a little bit more as it goes on. Yep. Uh, Blake Jacobs talking about Breida as well. Listen, I told you, Breida is now listed as the number one running back on the depth chart. I still like them both, but you do got to downgrade Tevin Coleman a little bit. I also want to tell you guys, listen, there's just, you know, we're about to play football for real, okay? And what you need to do is head on over to rotoexperts.com. Check out the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. It includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts have you covered with dynasty, season-long, best ball formats, giving you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. All right, let's get on into it because here we go. I had up as the poll question, and you could always hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. Remember, if you want to guarantee kind of responses from me the best way to do it is patreon hit me up with the hashtag stats over beats so i know you're part of the cypher i know you're a listener i know you're part of the cypher dilly dilly to you we got these options who do you think is the best home dog against the spread this week right now 36 percent of you are saying the panthers getting three points at home against the los angeles rams 31% are saying the Arizona Cardinals getting two and a half against the Detroit Lions. 23% say the Jags getting the field goal and the hook at home against Kansas City. Only 10 of you believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins at home against Baltimore. So let's talk about these four games, okay? Because as you know, if you're real deal stats overbeat Cypher, you know I love the home dog. I think the home dog barks a ton, and it's like a nice little trend, okay? People, the public always overvalue what should be that dominant team or that fate, but they forget about what home field advantage really is in the NFL, and especially I think that's augmented in the opening week. I think in week one, that's even bigger. So let's look at them as they come. The Jaguars are getting three and a half points at home against Kansas City. This Jaguars defense, I think, is back closer to the 2017 version of themselves instead of what we saw last year. The kid out of Kentucky, Josh Allen, is certainly going to help. Jalen Ramsey has said he is going to follow Tyreek Hill over the, around the field. But honestly, my play here... It's not because of the Jags' defense. It's because of what I think in the Jags' offense. And I think the Jags' offense with a real game manager in Nick Foles and a trimmed-down focus Leonard Fournette, I do think they will be able to control the clock a little bit. Now, I don't know if they're going to win the game. And I'm not even playing this as the home dog, but I do believe in the under in this game. It started at 52.5. It's come down a little bit. I think Jacksonville will be able to run a little bit, chew up some clock, keep Patty Mahomes off the field, and their defense is going to be decent. I think this game is in the 20s, right? I think this game is in the low 20s. This is not going to be Kansas City scoring 37 points. I do not think that's going to happen, all right? I think this is at most is something like 27-20. That's only 47. That I need another score, okay? So could the Chiefs win this game by the margin? Yes. And cover? Yes. I believe the Kansas City Chiefs are one of the three best teams in football. Many people have them in the Super Bowl. Um, I got them in the AFC Championship game. Um, but I think the under hits in this one. So I would stay away from the home dog as the play, although I do think it's possible. I like the under in that game. The second one, the Arizona Cardinals are getting two and a half against the Detroit Lions. In Matthew Stafford's career, he's something like really well above 500 against really bad teams. 
But as soon as he faces a team that's 500 or, or over, they don't do well. They defecate the mattress. They fool crazy in that kind of aspect. Which Cardinals team are we going to see? Are we going to see this, you know, this new revolutionary system with Kyler Murray clapping and the air raid and all that stuff? I don't know if it's going to work or not. What I do know is that both of these teams are going to run a ton of plays. I think Arizona is going to run a ton of plays. I think the Detroit Lions are going to run the ball a ton. I think both running backs in this game, David Johnson on one side. And uh, Danny, who's the Lions running back that we like that I think is going to run all through this Arizona defense on Sunday and be a good DFS value play? Carry on. That's right. Give me some Carrion Johnson. And by the way, Carrion Johnson's at an even 7,000. Everybody has carved up this Arizona defense. And I think on Sunday, both David Johnson, because of the plays and the volume, and Carrion Johnson. It's like Johnson and Johnson. If you need some baby powder here towards the end of the summer, go to this game, Johnson and Johnson. But on the side on this one, this is a stay away from me. I'm not betting because we don't know. I do think it'll be a high-scoring game. I do think Detroit is going to be able to score. The question is, can Arizona stay with them? I'm staying away from this one. I told you I got the under on that first one, though. Number three, the Panthers are getting three points against the Rams. I'm taking this home dog, people. I'm taking this home dog. I like the Carolina Panthers at home. The Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton play much better at home. They blow people out at home. They put up 30, 40 points. As you know, on some level, I'm fading the Rams entirely this year. I think the Super Bowl hangover is real. I remember they are flying west to east for a 1 o'clock start on the east coast. There's, oh, by the way, there's some weather involved, right? I think Hurricane Dorian or whatever, if it's called a tropical storm at this point, it's working its way up the eastern seaboard. It's not going to be beautiful. It's going to be soggy there, right? I don't know if the high-flying Rams will be able to do that. Gurley's knee, the hangover. If Cam Newton is healthy and he was not on the injury report at all, I think the hangover could start. I think the hangover could start. Could the Rams win a tight one? Could they win a 31-30 game, a 28-27 game, uh, you know, a 27-24 game, a 30-28 game? Yes, they could. But you give me the points with the home team. I'm gonna, that is one of the home dogs that I think is interesting. Give me the Carolina Panthers. I'd like it better if I was getting three and a half, but I'll take it at three as well. And that leaves the last one, the Miami Dolphins getting six and a half at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Fitzpatrick is good for one or two. The Magic. Remember last year at the beginning of the season? The Magic. And another thing I'll tell you is that the Miami Dolphins are better than you think at home in September. When teams have to come into that South Florida heat in September, it does affect them. However, I like Baltimore here. I think this Baltimore defense is out for blood. That old line now in Miami is completely eviscerated. All the veterans are gone. I think this is full-on tank mode, and we are going to realize how bad the Dolphins actually are. I think Vegas hasn't caught up to how bad the Dolphins actually are. So I'm taking Baltimore in this one. I wouldn't, however, use Baltimore as a survivor play this week. Okay, because the magic is still possibly there, and that run game and Lamar, they could, you know, get heat strokes still. Who knows, right? So they're not my um, survivor play because I'm not going to play against the home team like this. I like the Seattle Seahawks as my survivor play this week, a non-conference matchup at home against the team in Cincinnati who you all know that I think is a dumpster fire and defecates the mattress. So that would be my survivor pick. Of these four, the one I'm picking, it looks like I agree with the poll. The poll right now, 35% of you 
you think the Panthers getting three at home against the Rams is the way to go in terms of the home dogs? We shall see. We'll be keeping track of that. I'll give my official plays for week one via Patreon. So my Patreons get the best ones, get the uh, picks early. You know, at this point, guys, by the way, I was going to fade the team that's on hard knocks all the time anyway, right? You always feed the team that's on hard knocks because of the public perception. But this is a straight-up dumpster fire now in Oakland with this Antonio Brown situation. And, oh, by the way, the Denver Broncos, I believe, are getting points now. Okay, or it's moved. Excuse me, now the line has moved a bunch, and now Denver is uh, laying two points. But I ain't mad at that. I think Fangio and that defense is going to be good on Monday night, but we'll talk about that more on Monday night. But I'm all over the Broncos on the Raiders. I told you about the under in Kansas City and Jacksonville. And the other one that I like, I'm telling you right now, I like these Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home welcoming the San Francisco 49ers in. I haven't liked what I've seen out of Jimmy Gucci out of that lineup, and I do think Bruce Arians will get in Jameis Winston's ear in terms of decision-making. I think that's possible, but I digress. Let's talk a little bit more about these DFS lineups. I know we only got a couple of minutes. We got the phone lines open if you want to holler at the spitting statistician in the last segment, but what we're going to do is we're going to talk DFS. I give you some nuggets, whether it's a full lineup or not. You know, I'm going to give you all the things, and then you move the puzzle pieces around for your budget um, and we'll talk Thursday Night Football we'll also answer your calls and we'll look at who's playing who in the Stats Over Beats League as well but at yo, at DFS let's start with the quarterback the chalk like value guys is Jacoby Brissett Jacoby Brissett is only at 6,000 if you need to save money at quarterback at 6,000 that is the guy okay if you need to there's a serviceable quarterback there you know he, I have him in some lineups where I want to really ramp up the rest of my lineup, but I am truly, I am playing in the 7,000 level at my quarterback position. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back on the other side of the break, I will tell you a couple of QB stacks that I'm interested in where the quarterback is in the mid-7,000s on FanDuel. We'll tell you what uh, running backs I like. There's a tight end. There's two tight ends. I told you about Vernon Davis at only 4,000. There's another tight end that I like that I think is going to get a ton of targets. We'll talk about that some other dfs plays and we'll preview thursday night football as well as we come back we only got like half an hour left until football kicks off i'm excited are you excited all i know what to do when i'm excited is eat more friendship bread so i'm gonna do that over the break dilly dilly holler if you want to talk to the spitting statistician on the other side come on back hey thanks for downloading the podcast and remember if you want to listen live download the iheart radio app download the TuneIn app and just search for fantasy sports radio network and you can listen to this program live also if you want to watch the video of this podcast check us out on youtube on twitch or on periscope and type in you guessed it fantasy sports network you'll find us there enjoy the show and thanks for listening Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle, episode 397. We got a great question right now. At a red, red, Redisil in the chat room is asking me, who do I like better, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, or Geronimo Allison? Geronimo! And I've been saying all preseason long, right? that the number two wide receiver on Green Bay will have value, and I want to find out who that is. I'm saying the same thing about Moncrief and Washington in Pittsburgh. I slightly lean to MVS, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, because I think he's going to be more in the slot. 
All right, especially in PPR leagues. He's going to have, I think, more targets behind only Devontae Adams. I think Geronimo is going to be more of the best ball guy, more of the stretch the field, more of the take the top off the defense kind of guy. But I, that is one of the things I'm very excited to see in this game that kicks off in about half an hour, Bears and Packers. I'll give you my play on that game a little bit later on in the show um, because it's, it's nuanced shall we say. All right, but I was telling you about some DFS stuff. Listen, Jacoby Brissett at only 6000 is the value, okay? Because a lot of these prices, they came out well before even preseason, okay? So that's where you can get some values, all right? But I like a couple of stacks here. I'm on this Tampa Bay offense. I think they're going to put up points against San Francisco. I'm on Jameis Winston at only 7500 okay? I think Jameis Winston, listen, they don't run the ball in Tampa. They don't believe in Peyton Barber or Ronald Jones, and I'm stacking him not with Mike Evans because I think Richard Sherman is going to see a lot of Mike Evans, but with uh, Chris Godwin. All right, and Godwin is uh, only 60-something hundred. What is Godwin? Let's see, excuse me, 6,900, okay? And I like that stack going up against a defense that I think can be had on the back half outside of Richard Sherman. So I'm stacking Winston with Godwin. I could also, in some lineups, I'm also doing the same thing with Kirk Cousins and Adam. I got a feeling. Because, listen, Diggs is a little bit hampered. I think he's going to go. But Diggs is a little hampered by that hamstring, right? And so I think he's going to be looking for Thielen. Thielen has sometimes pop-off games, and the Atlanta Falcons, at least last year, were like 31st in the league against the pass. I think Kirk Cousins, even little flares to Dalvin Cook. You know, Cousins has big games as long as it's not Monday Night Football. You know what I'm saying? So I like a Cousins with Thielen stack or a Winston with Godwin kind of stack. I think those are options for you. At the running back position, I told you about Kerryon Johnson, right, at 7,000. I think he's carving up. The Arizona Cardinals. You know about Austin Eckler. Listen, they have Melvin Gordon listed as more expensive. Eckler is going to be the main guy. I know they're talking about like a 60-40 split or something. I think Eckler is worth only 6400 We talked about Matt Breida and Tevin Coleman. Matt Breida is only 5400 There is a value for you as well. All right. So, And then at the top of the food chain, you got Saquon at 9200 and you got Zeke at 9100 I'm not investing in Zeke because I do think, as we talked about before, he's going to be the workhouse. But in week one, this may be the one opportunity where he doesn't get the volume that you expect and is not worth the price at 91000 I gave you wide receivers. I like Thielen. I like Godwin. Listen, there's other kind of just value, all right? Tyler Boyd is priced at only 6900 because A.J. Green is there. You know what I mean? Um, Sterling Shepard, his price is only 6000 Golden Tate is listed there. He's suspended. You know what I mean? It's things like that. Um, Devontae Parker is the highest price player, uh, wide receiver, in that entire Baltimore-Miami game. If you pick the right guy, like someone's going to get receiving yards. I think Devontae Parker is an interesting look. He is now the de facto wide receiver one. I believe Miami is going to be throwing in the second half because they will be down. And so, you know, Devontae Parker at only, oh, what is Devontae Parker at? It is cheap. I'll tell you that. He's on only 5,300. That is a value. But let me tell you something about the tight end position. If you need a cheap one. Vernon Davis, baby, all day long. Jordan Reed is likely out. VD is only at 4,000. That saves you a lot of money that you can allocate elsewhere. But if not, I'll go right back to the Giants. Evan Ingram, they say he's going to have a big-time role. They're saying he might have 90 catches. And without you know, without Golden Tate in week one, the Cowboys play a lot of zone. I think Ingram is going to be in there. I think Ingram is going to have an opportunity, and he's at 6400 I believe he's the fifth-highest-priced tight end. I think he will return value uh, today.
or on Sunday. So those are some DFS thoughts. Use that, make a lineup. On Monday, for those of you who are new viewers on Zumo Channel 719 or, you know, kind of on the radio, wherever you hear Sports Grid, whether it's on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, on YouTube, what have you, on Monday, I'm one of the few hosts, all right, who tells you and admits what I got wrong. We'll talk about what I got right, we'll talk about what I got wrong, and we'll talk about some waiver wires and the more diamonds and fugazis, all right? Danny, check it out. Are you with me, brother man? Danny's always with me. I'm here. Here's the thing, Danny. I think you have the most interesting matchup this week. It is Danny Otto versus my man Danny Lee from the <laughs> undisclosed location. We got Danny versus Danny. Um, you're slated. I know the projections don't mean too much because anybody can do anything, but uh, you're projected to lose by 10. I'm looking at your lineup right now. Usually, you ask me for advice. Do you feel comfortable about your lineup, bro? I, I do not, but I didn't know if I was allowed to ask for advice You're allowed. in this league. You're allowed. So. You're allowed. Um, I'm looking at your team right now. We love Juju, Josh Gordon, Nelson Aguilar. That's interesting also. The Aguilar is interesting because Alshon Jeffrey is a little bit banged up, although, um, you know, that that is your lowest uh, wide receiver. That's interesting. All right, uh, Mixon and Ingram I like. Vance will make them dance for sure. Marquise Brown and John Brown. What, do you like Browns all of a sudden? Um, you know, Honestly, Danny, I don't know about Marquise Brown right now. Hollywood, he's been injured the entire time. Baltimore doesn't really throw like that. Um, I might be interested in an Albert Wilson in that Marquise Brown spot. And Mike Davis tonight. People are asking, like, who's going to be the unsung hero tonight? A lot of people are talking about Montgomery. People know about Montgomery. There's another back out there that they spent money to sign, Mike Davis. Now, I don't think he's going to be a stud that comes out of the woodwork necessarily, but it is important to note that the Chicago Bears is not a timeshare. It's not two backs. It is three. It is the rookie Montgomery. You know about Tariq Cohen, who's going to play that PPR role, but there's also Mike Davis, all right, out of Seattle from last year, and there's a universe where Mike Davis is actually the short yardage of the goal line back. He could wind up vulturing touchdowns from Montgomery. I know Montgomery is the biggest back, but I I want to see how this plays out. I want to see how the Green Bay Packers number two wide receiver plays out. And here we go to my picks. I do like Green Bay in this game. But I'm not going to bet it right away at plus three. What I'm going to do, because I'm sitting here for in-game live, here's what I implore you guys to do. Hope Chicago gets up to a 3 nothing lead or that they look good and that the line pumps up a little bit. If I get it more at 3.5 or 4 or 5, then I will back the Green Bay Packers. Same thing with the total. The total now is, where are we at now? 46.5. If there's an early score and that total gets above 50, I'm going to bet the under. So I'm going to go into this with a live in-game betting plan. I want Green Bay, I want the under, but I don't like it at the number, so I'm going to hope I get some good early returns from Bears' performance so that I can go ahead and then do it. If you guys understand, that's why I'm on that in-game live show. I will say this, one prop bet that I like is Aaron Rodgers over 267 and a half yards today. I know it's the Bears' defense, but I've said this before and I'll say it again. There was a very important change to the Bears' defense, in my opinion, unheralded safety. Adrian Amos, who plays free safety for them, who used to play free safety for the Bears, never used to get beat deep. All he would do is play his position really well, play a great center field, and not get beat deep. He left the Bears in the offseason and signed as a free agent with the Green Bay Packers, right? I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to beat the Bears deep sometime in this game. It's probably going to be to Geronimo Allison, maybe Devontae Adams. I think MVS is more the chain mover, more the slot guy. I think he's going to beat him. 
I think they're going to beat him deep. I think Aaron Rodgers will go downfield. I think he will go over the 267 and a half passing yards. That would be the prop bet that I want to play. We got a call right now. It's from Brendan in Idaho. Brendan, you're on the Stats Overbeat Cypher in the Fantasy Freestyle Dilly Dilly. How can we help you, Brendan, win your leagues and win that cash? Do we have Brendan? Brendan going once. All right. Sorry, Brendan from Idaho. Uh, we dropped you somehow. I can't get through. So do me a favor and uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds or at Patreon, and I'll be sure to try and answer your questions. Sorry, there's some kind of bad connection or whatever it is. I can't hear you, unfortunately, Brendan, but thanks you for calling the show. Let's um, look right now at the poll question. Still holding firm with the Panthers uh, getting three at home against the Rams being the one you like best. Um, but here's the way I want to end the show. We've been talking about Antonio Brown a lot. I believe I believe they're just going to rid themselves of the headache, to be quite honest, because he's a dumpster fire, and I don't want to be funny about it, but something's going on there. Um, guess who had Antonio Brown on his fantasy team? <laughs> the same person who had Andrew Luck on his fantasy team, the same person who loves to comment about fantasy football. Um, Danny, play the video. Let's see what OJ has to say about Antonio Brown. All right, we can bring it back. It's crazy. It's crazy. OJ had Andrew Luck, had had Antonio Brown. I think he uh uh I think he went with uh did he have Lamar Miller too? You know? Um so listen, we're gonna do all season long. We only got a couple of minutes. I see some questions in the chat room. No, I have no concern about Julio Jones this Sunday. I think he's gonna be all right, but obviously, you know, uh Stay up with the news. Uh, Benny Blanco says he needs a third wide receiver out of Pettis, Allison, or Sutton. Full point PPR. Give me Cortland Sutton in that one, Benny. Give me Cortland Cortland Sutton on that one. Oh, yeah, that's for real. That is for real, people. OJ has been all over fantasy football for the better part of the last few months. All right. Um, So there you have it. I thank everybody out there in the chat room, everybody listening, everybody watching on Zumo TV, Channel 719. Here's where it's at, okay? Real Deal Stats Overbeat Cypher will see me right back here on Fantasy Freestyle Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel. But before that, you can catch me on Make It Rain, 7 to 9 a.m. every weekday. And I will be holding down our coverage Sunday. Sunday morning from Studio 34. My man Mike Blewett will be there with some superstars in the Meadowlands. I'm going to be here holding it down, giving you the fantasy and gambling advice. 10 a.m. to kickoff, 1 p.m. There is no way to celebrate what I call Christmas morning when I wake up and knowing that I got regular season football. All right, I'm going to be sitting right here, and I hope you guys join me on a new show we're doing on Sunday mornings, Pro Football Today. Me and Blue, it will be holding you down with a cast of characters. I got my damn it doll. I got my friendship bread, and I got my beer. Life is good. I'm waiting for kickoff. Aaron Rodgers over 267, and I'm waiting on this game and getting it live. Ultimately, I think Aaron Rodgers is in FU mode, and I think they could beat him over the top. That's where I'm going. I'm going to eat some of this friendship bread before kickoff. You know, I'm out. Hey.